All right, all right. So today on the agenda, I'm talking about a psychological hack um, to commit to your goals and to lose weight. Um, I've seen a lot of people struggle with the mindset of a sustained calorie deficit. So today I just want to talk about and address um, what it takes for um, an extended calorie deficit and how to get into that mindset because um, most of weight loss is not education. Most of it is just having the mental fortitude and resiliency to stay in something that your body is fighting. Staying in a calorie deficit is hard. Um, Sometimes just eating vegetables is hard. Changing your diet is hard. Going to the gym is difficult. So I'm talking today uh, more so about mindset and how to identify with your goals. Um, I'm also going to update you on some dosing guidelines. If you are on the Parasite Cleanse, I have a few people doing the cleanse. Um, I myself am, I'm kind of finishing that up, but I wanted to go over some dosing tactics um, because I have a few people on it right now. Um, So we're going to be going over that. Um, I'm also talking today about moving away from purchasing things on Amazon. Um... It has come to my attention that what you purchase off of Amazon is not always what is advertised in the bottle. So I am moving away from recommending people buy things on Amazon and I have um, a new dispensary. That dispensary is called Full Scripts and they've got a ton of products on there, 20,000 plus products products. So um, it's basically like it, it's like a purchasing platform just like Amazon although it's it's all professional grade and they're known for their quality and purity. Um, that's their number one priority. So um, you'll never ever run across quality concerns when you purchase from full scripts. Uh, their warehouses are all temp controlled. Their products are not sitting around. They're not being filled with grass clippings and dirt. And yes, that can happen when you um, purchase from anyone, especially like off Amazon where it's like a seller that you're not familiar with or um, there are those quality concerns. I've, I've heard of that happening before. And it's not just Amazon. Um, nothing against Amazon. Uh, it, it's not personal. It's just uh, a lot of supplement companies actually do that. Um, number one, no supplements are actually um, regulated by the FDA. So technically, anyone could be making supplements like in their garage, slapping a label on it, and sending it to you. So they have audited stores like Target, GNC, um, and other supplement companies to determine if what is on the label is actually in the capsule. So they'll audit a store, they walk in, grab something off the shelf, and then immediately send it to a lab for testing to make sure it is what is on the label. And they have found (laughs) those two things do not always match up. So, um, and yeah, things like dirt, grass clippings have been found not your protein powder or whatever the label says. So for those reasons, I just, I do not feel good about sending people to buy from Amazon anymore because I just, 
there's there's just more and more sellers like it's just I feel like the quality has been compromised I don't know which sellers are uh, you know I can approve of and which ones I can't trust so I am just moving away altogether and I am now sending people to buy things on full script um, so that link um, can be found in the show notes um, you should be able to find that there um, and I mean, you can buy anything on full scripts that, that you would normally on Amazon as far as supplements go. Like you can find protein powder that's super high quality. Um, these are all professional grade supplements and they're always going to be at Amazon prices, if not less. So keep that in mind. Don't throw your money away at low quality supplements. Um, so I am just kind of putting that out there and trying to get people to be a little bit more aware that the cheapest supplement is not always the best route. So look for that link and check out full scripts. All right. So for the parasite cleanse dosing, um, I'm getting the major complaint so far is fatigue. Unfortunately, this is one of the potential side effects, and it's probably the most common side effect I've seen so far. Um, so a few things that we have been playing around with as far as dosing goes. Um, the number one thing, I've switched people over to taking these pills at night. Um, because it is causing a lot of fatigue and drowsiness during the day. So um, the plus side of that, though, is that people are getting better sleep than ever. So if you can take them at night, like around dinner time, it'll help you wind down um, and get better, deeper, and longer sleep. Um, and then hopefully that fatigue will have worn off so that you can feel a little bit better during your work day. Um, secondly, you, there's always the option to pulse the dose, meaning you can take a day or two off. Um, you can take an entire week off and then, you know, cleanse for the following week. So you can do seven days on, seven days off. That is perfectly acceptable. This is a really in-depth, systemic gut cleanse. It's going to go a little bit deeper. It's going to hit you at the cellular level. So it's a little bit more intense than your average gut cleanse. So for that reason, you might need to take a few days off. It just depends on the individual um, and how much cleansing you have to do, how much toxic burden the individual has. So um, feel free to take a day off here and there as needed if taking at night is not enough. And in fact, I would actually recommend and encourage people to take days off now and then because um, you want to give your body a break. You don't want to stir up too much of your immune system all at once. Um, you really do need to let your body just rest, have time to process all of the toxins that are kind of being scrubbed out. Um, so give your body some rest there. So try playing around with the dosing, taking at night, pulsing as needed, take a week on, take a week off. All of those things can help. Um, but other than that, um, people are reporting um, parasites coming out. So that is crazy. 
Um, not everyone has seen results in the toilet, shall I say. Um, but a lot of people are just saying that they feel better. They feel more stable. They're sleeping better. Um, so all of those things are wonderful. And just because you don't see things in the toilet doesn't mean things are not coming out. Not all parasites are going to be visible. All right. So that being said, I do want to get into um, the weight loss topics for today. Um, so one of the things that has helped me get into fitness and stay on track with my diet is creating an identity around the person that you want to become, not necessarily the person that you are today. Um, and I'll explain that. So when you are doing something difficult, say you're trying to eat more vegetables, say you're a very, you have a very sensitive palate, you're a picky eater, you know you don't like veggies. The more you repeat that to yourself in your mind, the more you're going to believe it. So I'm trying to get people to move away from creating those self-limiting thoughts. Move away from that. It's not serving you. What you want to do is create an identity around the person that you would like to become. So instead of saying, oh, I don't eat vegetables, um, you can say to yourself, I'm the type of person who enjoys eating vegetables. Uh, it doesn't even need to be all vegetables. Um, pick one in particular and say, I'm the type of person who enjoys eating bell peppers or insert your favorite veggie. But you want to focus on the things that you do like or the type of person that you would like to become. Um, so if your goal is to lose 20 pounds, you might want to start saying to yourself, um, I'm, the, I'm the type of person that doesn't skip a workout. These simple mantras um, are going to help you establish an identity and then that becomes the self-fulfilling prophecy in a good way. Um, so you want to make sure the stories that you tell yourself are positive and facilitate your goals. You don't want to have those self-fulfilling prophecies in a bad way such as um, you, you wouldn't want to send yourself the message like, I only eat cheese and crackers at lunch. That's just what I do. I'm not going to change. Um, that would be the wrong message to tell yourself, and that's the wrong way to see yourself. So you first want to think of yourself as a quote-unquote healthy person um, because if you can establish the correct mindset, your body will follow. The body follows where your mind goes. So you first have to make a decision, for example, like, okay, I'm going to go to the gym today. Um, your body has no choice but to follow that decision. So it starts with mind and then the body follows. So using this mindset hack, um, this is probably best used for the person who maybe is like 
not making the progress that they would like to, maybe someone whose physique is not changing week after week, um, someone who has trouble getting going, putting their plan into action, someone whose weight is not changing, and you know they think that they're doing everything they can, but they're still struggling. So changing your mindset using this identity hack, this is something that you can use for that person who's kind of like struggling to get going, struggling to get into that action phase. Now, I do also want to address some common pitfalls. I do want to provide a little bit of education because uh, you do need some education plus mindset. Um, so it works best when the two are combined together. So I do want to talk about um, some tips and tricks and things that I've seen over the years that can kind of trip people up. Okay, so the number one thing that I have seen so far it is really hard to commit to the calorie deficit. There's no easy way around it. You're not going to enjoy it. You're going to struggle with it. Um, it takes me on average, when my macros get changed, it takes me on average two, uh, two full weeks to really mentally commit to the idea that my carbs were just cut and I now have to eat less. A lot of times I'll see on people's check-ins, you know, like after I cut their calories or macros, um, they'll have like, I don't know, maybe four days with good macros at the new lower macros. And then the rest, like the three days, um, you know, they have their, they'll take their refeed day and then they struggle to get back on track on the other two days. So now you have three days a week where you're eating, I don't know, maybe 3000 calories when you're supposed to be eating 2,500 calories, um, for six days out of the week. So that adds up. That's that's a lot of extra calories. Um, even if it's only three days, you know, you're thinking, okay, well, the majority of the week I was in a calorie deficit. Why can't I lose weight? Well, unfortunately, it it's just not enough. Um, it like I said, it is hard to stay and keep yourself in a calorie deficit for six days a week. So, and oftentimes that is what it's going to take in order to reach that next level. Um, if you're just, you know, trying to, if you're trying to lose like, um, a hundred pounds and you're at the beginning of your journey, you don't have to be as strict. Like the weight will come off, come off a little bit easier, but most of my clients, they're, they're struggling with like the last five pounds of body fat, which is harder. And it takes more commitment, more consistency and more energy. So for that person, you really do have to dig deep, commit to the calorie deficit six days a week. Yes, continue to take your refeed day. You need those. But if you're not staying in a calorie deficit, that's the first thing I'm going to be looking at. And there's a couple of different ways to put yourself in a calorie deficit. Um, you know, of course, diet is the number one. Um, but we can also achieve that by increasing your cardio. So um, I, I'm, I'm going to be looking at both exercise and your macros. Um, and sometimes your macros will be totally fine, but maybe you didn't do anything that week. Maybe you just had an off week and you couldn't quite make it to the gym. Maybe you couldn't get your cardio in. And so even though your macros are fine, you're still not in a calorie deficit because you didn't do the exercises. 
So it can go, it can be either way. It could be nutrition or it could be exercise. It's really hard to put those two things together and sustain that week after week after week. That's why fat loss and body transformations, that's why it's so mental um, and probably more mental than it is physical. Um, Okay, so that's the calorie deficit. You've You've got to make that mental shift. You have to commit to it. You have to kind of just commit to the suck because it is going to suck. Um, I wouldn't say that you're going to be like 10 out of 10 uh, fatigued day after day. That's not necessarily what a calorie deficit is. It's more just like you're not going to feel 100% satisfied. You're going to feel like, oh, something is missing, I kind of have the munchies, I kind of want to eat more. It's not that I'm starving because I keep everyone, everyone's protein very high. So I highly doubt that you're actually experiencing hunger. It's more likely that you're feeling like something is missing. And that can be a very annoying, nagging feeling to deal with. Uh, trust me, I've been there. I hate being in a calorie deficit. I hate feeling unsatisfied. Personally, I like high fat diets. I think they're very satiating. Um, however, high fat, low carb is not very conducive to physique change. So if I want to change my body, I do have to commit to the fact that I'm probably going to have to eat lower fat and higher carb because carbs are slightly superior than fat at uh, repairing the muscle. So, um, so I have to come to terms with the fact that I'm not going to feel 100% satisfied after all my meals. Um, that's just how I feel when I eat carbs. I think they're delicious. They taste great. They're, you know, you can snack on crunchy, yummy crackers and everything. But uh, for me, that's not satiating. Crackers don't fill me up. I, my body feels very little difference between two crackers and 100 crackers. I mean, I feel like I could just, I could eat an entire bag of chips. They don't satisfy me. So, um, I prefer to snack on things like nuts. I like to add butter to everything. Um, I don't know. I just, I find fats to be much more satisfying. Um, so that's part of the reason why I don't love tracking macros, um, because it is typically a high carb, low fat. And then if your carbs get cut, um, you're, you know, it's just the enjoyment of eating and feeling satisfaction is quite low. So that's the problem. It's not so much like your stomach is growling, you're hungry, like no. You'll have plenty of energy um, to do the workouts. It's more just that mental thing of feeling snacky and not feeling 100% satisfied. Trust me, I've been there. It is challenging. Um, there's, you know, a few tricks and tips that you can that you can put into play to help you with that. But at some point, you've got to accept the fact that it is difficult and it's not going to be 100% perfect no matter how hard you try. And no dietitian, no coach, no trainer can make it 100% perfect. So at some point, I think we all need to kind of come to terms with that. Calorie deficits suck, but if you want to change the way you look, if you want to drop body fat, if you want to change your physique, um, you don't want to focus on 
how hard it is. You just want to focus on like your goal and how good it's going to feel to reach your goal. So kind of let that stand in the place of like um, when you get the munchies. So you do have to commit to the calorie deficit um, and kind of have that, you know, like conversation with yourself, that inner commitment look at yourself like have I actually been consistent with my calorie deficit am I actually doing the exercises before you kind of like blame things on oh I just can't lose weight I don't know what it is it's my thyroid maybe I'm hypothyroid you really do have to kind of do some inner work and reflection on you know have I actually been consistent that's the first thing to look at now um Sometimes it can be more obvious that there is something off and sometimes it is just a super easy fix. Um, Not everyone struggles with a calorie deficit. Some people I think handle it a little bit better than others. I feel like I struggle a lot um, because like I just love to eat. Uh, So it is hard for me to like say no when um, I am existing on a little bit lower calories and I just want to eat more. But... For some people, that's not the issue. Some people, they just need to like evaluate their protein powder um, or evaluate how much protein they're actually eating um, or take a closer look and, or maybe like track a little bit more accurately. So one of the things that I've been seeing lately is I catch a lot of protein powders that don't have great macros. I see this when clients first come to me and I have been seeing it at the doctor's office who I've been interning with. Um, People will bring in their food to their appointment because they want to show what they've been eating so that he can like evaluate their diet. Um, And I'm just sitting there in the back because it's kind of my job to just watch, learn, take notes. That's basically the job of an intern, at least my internship. Um, And I am just inwardly cringing at the foods people bring in my heart is like breaking for them because I want to just jump in intervene and tell them what they're doing wrong but it's as an intern it's not really my place I'm you know kind of letting him run the show and everything obviously so anyway so I've been seeing people bring in these protein powders um First of all, they're not high quality proteins. Most of the time people, for whatever reason, are gravitating towards vegan protein powders. And I have nothing against vegan foods. It's just why are you choosing a pea protein when you can have whey protein? Now, as long as you don't have a dairy allergy or some type of sensitivity, do the whey protein first. It's higher quality. It's been demonstrated in research to be one of the best proteins for building muscle. So um, do the whey protein. There's Why are we doing the vegan proteins? Like it's not as superior. It's not going to help you build muscle the same way. I don't, maybe it's a taste thing. Maybe the label looks healthier. I think that could probably be one of the explanations is it just um it makes you feel healthy but it the reality is it's not healthier a lot of times vegan protein powders are actually um more laden with uh, pollutants like heavy metals and pesticides so whey protein really is superior if you can tolerate it try that first secondly um learn 
how to evaluate a protein powder's label. If your protein powder has 15 grams of carbs per serving, it's not a protein powder in my opinion. That's now a full-on just regular meal or meal replacement, which is fine if, um, if you don't have weight loss goals, but if you're trying to eat higher protein and, low, and lower carb, 15 grams of carbs in a protein powder, that's, those are not great macros. That's way too high carb. So you want to look for a protein powder that has maybe four grams of carbs or less a whey protein, like a whey protein isolate, that's going to have like, I don't know, maybe two grams of carbs um, per serving. So keep an eye on the carbs with your protein powder um, because it adds up. If you're doing a high protein diet, but each scoop has 15 grams of carbs um, and maybe 20 grams of protein, that ratio, that's not good. Um, you're going to be way too high carb at the end of your day. So look at the carbs in your protein powder. Um, and then secondly, look at the fat content of your protein powder. Um, if you're tracking macros, that usually means you're going to be low fat and moderate carb. Um, so how much fat? Because that is also going to add up fat. Fat adds up probably the quickest when you're trying to eat low fat. It's frustrating. Um, so for the fat macro, you want that to be probably no more than three grams per scoop or per serving, um, if not less. Like I said, like a whey protein isolate, that's going to be an extremely lean form of protein, probably one of the best if you're trying to lose weight um, or body fat. So the fat um, content of a whey protein isolate, that's going to be like one gram, sometimes even less than one gram per serving. So extremely, extremely lean. It's almost just absolutely pure protein without hardly any fat or even any carbs. Um, so that would be the best source of protein. And that's how you want to evaluate the food label before you purchase it. And make sure you are looking at that food label. Like you have got to look at the food label when you're purchasing supplements or like a protein powder. Um, because <laughs> marketing is amazing these days. It's going to make you think it's the healthiest thing in the world. It's going to look flashy. It's going to look wonderful. Make sure you look at the label. Um, and always look at carbohydrate content. Um, in my opinion, the sugar content is secondary because the total carbs that includes any added sugar. So you always want to look at just the total carbohydrate content when you're looking at a label. And it's nice to see that if there is added sugar, it's nice to see it there on the label. Um, but if you're tracking macros and you're concerned with your total macro number for the day, you're going to be looking at total carb content. So keep that in mind. You're not looking at added sugar. You're looking at total carb content because that is what tells you exactly how much sugar and carbs are in that product. So that's a tip on how to read labels and how to evaluate your protein powder. So make sure you're doing the lean and the low carb protein. There's just no point in having a protein powder that has tons of carbs. <laughs> There's no point. 
Um, so that is probably, other than committing to the calorie deficit, that is probably the second most common mistake that I see. Um, the third one, well, it's kind of a tie. Snacks will trip people up. If you are a snacky person that likes to be eating all day long and you're not tracking those snacks, you're probably not going to be in a calorie deficit. You really do have to track everything that you eat. It's kind of frustrating. Um, sometimes we think of, you know, those like little nibbles, little licks, little bites, taste tests. We think that they don't really count. They really do, unfortunately, and they add up. So make sure if you are kind of this more snacky type person, um, you might consider it's kind of a pain to track every single bite. So you might want to pre-portion out your snacks. That way you know exactly how much you're eating at the end of the day. And then fourthly, a lot of times people just simply don't eat vegetables. Like they will bring in their protein powders, they will bring in their protein bars or their snack bars. Um, and so they consider those to be the healthy food items. And then they'll also bring in like their, you know, dark chocolate, which is great. There's nothing wrong with dark chocolate per se. Um, but the problem is when you're looking at their diet as a whole, okay, this person is existing on protein powder that's low quality, high carb. Um, now they're also having chocolate protein bars, nothing particularly wrong with a protein bar. Um, but now they're also having like chocolate snacks throughout the day. So what's wrong with that diet picture? Not a single vegetable. You're not feeding your microbiome. You're not feeding your liver. So your liver is now, um, not filtering out excess estrogen. If you're recycling excess estrogen, you're going to become more estrogenic and it's harder to lose weight. So you do have to eat vegetables for optimal wellness and to get results. You've got to be eating vegetables. That's just, it's kind of a non-negotiable in my book. So if you are the type of person who eats healthy, quote unquote, you know, doing protein powder and protein bars and eating dark chocolate, that's totally fine. There's nothing particularly wrong, but you also just have, you don't want to forget about the fact that you still need to eat vegetables, ideally at two out of three meals, if not all three meals throughout the day. So again, kind of have to do some inner reflection and self-evaluation, kind of step back and evaluate your diet pattern as a whole. I'll just leave you with one final thought, um, a question that I like to ask in order to help evaluation. If I were to audit your kitchen right now, if I were to walk into your home and look through your cabinets, look through your pantry, what would I find? I'll just leave it at that. Um, I hope you enjoyed today's talk um, from the psychological hack of creating an identity around the person that you want to be, not necessarily the person that you currently are, um, all the way to some common pitfalls and some tips and tricks for weight loss. I hope you enjoyed. I'll talk to you next time. And if you would like to connect with me on Instagram, that's probably the platform I'm most active on. It's Hillary underscore Regan underscore 
RDN. All right, talk to you next time.